Are you trying to scale up your business but just sitting there wondering, what order do I actually do things in? Well, on today's episode, I'm going to tell you which priorities you need to put into place right now so that you can scale up your business as quickly as possible. Welcome to the Coaching in Your Car podcast, where we discuss insider tips, tricks, and secrets to growing a successful business. Brought to you by the Foundry Group. And now, here's your host, Gavin Symes. Gavin Symes. Yes, 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 I am Gavin Symes, and this is the Coaching in Your Car podcast. Today, I'm coming to you from my office. I'm not in my car. I needed to squeeze one of these in, and I wasn't going anywhere, so I thought, hey, I'm just going to record the episode in my office. So um, today, what we're going to talk about is the three different things that you need to make sure that you've got in place in your business and which order you do them in. So um, the first thing that you need in place is sales. The second thing that you need is people. And the last thing that you need is systems. Now, depending on where your business is at right now and how confident you are at each part of that process, that will determine which one you do first. But generally, in terms of trying to scale a business, what I always recommend is that sales is the first focus. And now there's a lot of different people that think have different sort of methods on this. You know, put the people on, and you know, if and with the with the mindset of if they build it, it, they will come. If you build it, they will come. But in my previous experience in running um, all of these businesses and scaling them up to 160 employees and $150 million in revenue, not only that, but working with thousands upon thousands of business owners to help them scale their business as well, I found that the best way is to focus on sales first. And what what I mean by that is having a process in place that means that you can get leads into your business and convert them into cash as quickly and effectively as possible. The, the sort of end game with that is to have a sales process where other people can do the work and do the sales work and get those new customers without you having to be involved in it. So if you're sitting there at the moment, still quoting jobs, still doing proposals, still doing sales calls um, and all of that sort of stuff, what I would encourage you to do is two things. Firstly, Build a process that someone else can follow um, to, to get the same result and to maximize the number of sales that are coming into the business. And then test that. The second thing is to test that and run it through it to make sure that they get uh, that you get the conversions as high as possible from lead to sale. Now, normally when we focus on sales first, what happens is, is that there's a huge spike that comes through in the number of uh, new customers into the business. And then that obviously causes all of these growing pains off the back of it. So that moves us into the second step, which is to focus on people. So what we do is, is that off all of the volume that's been created operationally from these new customers that are coming in, there's obviously more um, more work that needs to be done. So you move from being the salesperson to plugging the gaps um, after the sales process has finished. So let's just say, for instance, um, your uh, digital marketing agency, so you're signing up customers to run ads for them, what you would do is make sure that you've got a sales process in place that's going to sign up customers without you having to do it and then you would move your work into the back end to actually creating those ads and all of that sort of work. So then as you scale up your people side of things in both the sales area and in the back end, what happens then is, is that you create um, a larger team which needs to be managed more, needs more structure and is actually somewhat inefficient. 
So then you've got to move to the last part of the business, which is systemizing the business. So going through and creating checklists and processes and procedures to guide the employees on what you want them to do so that they make the same decisions and arrive at the same outcome as if you had have done the work yourself. And there was um, someone that I was listening to a couple of years ago now, and they said, once you get someone up to the level of being 80% as good as that role or task as what you are, then it's time to hand that over. And I think that's a really important thing to remember when we're scaling up businesses and putting on employees. No one's ever gonna think exactly like you. No one's ever gonna be as good as you at the job because firstly, um, they just can't reach those expectations. They don't have enough experience inside your business and inside uh, your, your product or service as you do. But secondly, no one is going to care about your business and have have as much passion about your business as what you do. So no one is ever going to match you 100%. So as long as someone can do the task and, and take on that responsibility at 80% um, as well as you could do it, then it's time to hand it over. So the reason why this is a little bit controversial and why we talk about this, doing it in this order, sales, people, and then systems, is because a lot of people are sitting there and they preach the the sort of mantra to say, you've got to have the people in place first so that you can get the sales um, and then so that you don't burn those customers. Well, that's that's fine in if you're 100% confident that you're going to get the increase in sales. But what I've found in my own businesses, and I've spent millions upon millions of dollars of my own money on ads, and if there's one thing that is guaranteed, it's that there's no guarantees in marketing and sales. So what then happens is if you put people first, is you have this huge overhead that's increased, you have your expenses that have increased in wages, but then off the back of that, what actually happens is that you have a lot of pressure on the sales and marketing team to actually deliver new customers into this structure that's being built or that has been built. So then if you don't have a process in place to get sales into the business and you're not confident on that side of things, you're left with all of this exposure and risk and cost in the people in, um, in increasing those, that headcount when you don't actually have those, um, you don't have those tried and tested ways to get new customers into your business. So that's why I always suggest to start with sales first because if you get that right and you get that process right, that will increase revenue and then you can use that increase in revenue to pay for you know, A players and, um, and to get additional resources into your business. That's exactly what I did in my previous business. So when, um, when I scaled that up, we got to around, I think it was about the 30 people mark maybe 20 people, between 20 and 30 people we had at the time. And we had a sales process that was working. Um, You know, I was out of the sales. We had, you know, 10, maybe five to 10 people already doing the sales process for us. But then we hit this plateau in sales. And what had actually happened is, is that as you continue to, you know, spend money on marketing and advertising, the same stuff keeps working for a while, but then you've got to go into a different market or a different channel, which is much more expensive. So let's just say the majority of your um, leads at the moment come through Facebook or or social media. That's a relatively cheap way to get leads. 
So then if you've got to go from, let's just say you've tapped out Facebook in your local area or in the product or service that you provide, then you've got to go to Google, for instance. Now, Google, the quality of traffic might be better or the quality of customer might be better because they're ready to buy, but the cost per click and the cost per lead is actually substantially higher on Google. So then what happened in my business is we tapped out social and we tapped out Google. And then what we had to do was go into other areas. So we had to go into radio and TV advertising. And when we when we did that, the cost per lead and the cost per um, the advertising cost per sale skyrocketed through the roof because those uh, avenues and those channels are much, much more expensive to advertise in. So all of this stuff, if you've got the pressure of having all of these people that you've built in your training and you know they're all great and they're just sitting there waiting for work, I don't think that that's the right way to, to scale and run a business. So if you're looking to scale and grow your business, that's you know the summary is, is that the three things that you've got to do in this order, firstly, secure your sales processes and smash the hell out of that. Secondly, put on people to deal with the increased uh, volume and lastly then go through and systemize the business and become more efficient because that is always going to take time now if you've enjoyed this uh, podcast as much as i've enjoyed making it for you there's a couple of things that i need you to do firstly go to the place on where you listen to it smash the subscribe button smash the like button and share it with other people so that they can benefit from it as well and secondly if you're a business owner who's looking to scale up your business to 10 million dollars in revenue a year and beyond head over to foundrygroup.net forward slash scale. Fill out the details on there. You can have a have a read through the website. There's some awesome information on there. If you want to fill out your details so you can have a chat with me and I can give you some more advice, then feel free to do that. Regardless, I hope you've enjoyed today's session. Have an awesome day and I'll see you soon.